Watch it now when it goes in the air. Here we go, ready? Okay, now we're gonna do this all together because we have to see if Mr. Grumpy Pants is in his uh, house today. Do you hear him? I don't hear him. Maybe he's sleeping. Let's wake him up. Are you ready? Here we go. On three. One, two, three. He's still sleeping. We haven't woke him up yet. Let's try it again. Ready? One, two, three. Still sleeping. Let's do a long one. Let's see how high we get. Ready? Here we go. One, two. I, I think we're waking him up. I think he's waking up. Oh, there he is. Why oh. do you keep being so loud? Well, it's good to see you too, Grumpy. I mean, Stumpy. I mean, Joe. Is that your real name, Joe? <clears throat> Have you had a good night's rest? I was. Then you sassafrassing young whippersnappers hooked me up. Hey, watch the name calling, bud. Watch it now. We're not mean people. We're just having fun. You need to learn to have fun too. Oh. Hey, that's that. That's that goat. Hey. Hey, hey. Hey, can I? Do you, do you ever? He spat on me. Do I? Would you stop? You are. You, this goat has issues. It's almost more annoying than you. Hey, does this goat belong to you? No. What? Are, do you ever say anything? Like that? Really? You need therapy. Can I please just... All right. And now he's gone. Hey, let me ask you a question, Mr. Uh, Stumpy. What? How long do you sleep? Do you sleep like all day or something? Because I never see you around here until we throw the ball and the kids scream and then you come out. Generally, I like to sleep for about... Oh... 72 hours straight, give or take. 72 hours straight? Well, it's a good thing we're waking you up, buddy. That is way too much sleep for you. But we'll let you go. We'll let you go. Try not... Try not to sleep too much, okay? Well, what? Would you come get this goat under control? Not my goat, not my problem. All right. Well, then get out of here then, Mr. Grumpy. Where'd the goat go? This goat is driving me nuts. Hello, Mr. Goat. I don't know where the goat went. Was he over here? Hello, Mr. Goat. I don't see a goat. Hmm. I don't know. I think maybe the goat left for the girls. No, the boys won last night, right? It was the girls' side that won last night? So let me ask you a question. Who's going to win tonight, the boys or the girls? Well, we'll find out soon enough. But first, we have to say our pledges and uh, pledge the American flag, Christian flag, and the Bible. So Pastor Stewart's going to come do that, and then we will continue on.
As we've done each night, we're going to begin with our theme verse, okay? So how many of you, this is your first night of Vacation Bible School? You haven't been here yet. This is your first night. Raise up your hands. Hands all over the room. That is awesome. So you're going to catch up with us tonight, okay? But this is our theme verse. We're going to say it together. But as we've done each night, we're going to see who can do it the best, all right? Every night's been a competition between the boys' side and the girls' side. We have team captains, so we need to get them up here. Are you ready for the boys' side? Brother Will Kennedy, cheer for your team captain. For the girls' side, Miss Kristen Kennedy, right there. Okay, we need to, we got to try this again because the boys are just not with it, all right? Boys, cheer for your captain, Brother Will Kennedy. There we go, that's better. That's better. And... We're not going to give the girls another try because we don't care. All right, so. I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. All right, but we need, <laughs> we need some help. We need some help for the verse, so Dale loves to help us with that, so let's call Dale out. One, two, three. Dale, where are you at? Oh, there he is. Let's ah. hear it for Dale. Yeah. Hey, Dale. Dale, try that one more time. I don't think they could hear you. Try one more time. Yeah. Uh, let's hear it for Dale. Yeah. Good job. Okay, so Dale, we're excited to be back in Bible school tonight. We are looking forward to a lot About of fun. time you now, show up. I, listen, man, I was early tonight. Can you believe Dale it? Dale been waiting since 4 o'clock. <laughs> well, it doesn't start until 7, buddy. A.M.? Yeah. Wow, I think so many of us were probably still asleep, but I'm glad you were early. Thanks. Are you ready to help us with the verse? Uh, yeah. All right, let's do this. Let's have each team captain grab a flag, please, if they would grab a flag now. The side that wins tonight, Dale, again, is going to get the first flag of the night. So I need you to pay Ooh. close attention. Are you ready? Ready. Okay, he's ready. We're going to start with the girls' side. Last night we started with the boys. Girls, let's stand up. All oh, the girls. Verses right there on the screen. We're going to say it together as loud and as good as you can. Are you ready? Begin with me. But the word of God was unto them. Precept upon precept. Precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little, Isaiah 28:13a. That was pretty good. Be seated, guys. Your turn. Let's stand up this side over here. Here we go. Same thing. Dale, are you ready? Dale, ready. Boys, here we go. Start with me. Begin. But the word of the Lord was unto them, precept upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little, Isaiah 28, 13a. All right, be seated. That was pretty good. Now. Dale? Yeah, right. I saw, there's not as many boys on this side tonight, but I saw some veins popping out of some boys' necks. I mean, they were like red in the face, giving it all they got. Now, I don't know uh -huh. if any girls, I didn't see that from the girls' side, but here's what we're going to do. We're going to do okay. both sides together, okay? Oh. Now, the last time we did this, we learned that Dale can fly. Uh, wait a minute. Do you remember that if you were here? Uh, Dale flew out of the building. Got and, any uh, rope? 
<laughs> Are you ready? Let's try it again. Ready? Let's stand up all together. Wait, Here we go. Wait Both just sides. a minute. Both sides. Hold. What do I, Dale, where'd you go? Dale, don't leave. Dale, oh. ready now. He wants his hard hat. I don't blame him. Okay. Here we go. Are you ready? Together, begin. But the word of the Lord was unto them precept upon precept. Precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line. Here a little and there a little. Isaiah 28:13a. Wow, be seated. That was wow. awesome, Dale. I think they're getting it. Are you yeah. okay? What? All right, hang on a second, Dale. Here, let me help you. Let me help you here. Can, can, you have it backwards too. Ow, ow, ow. Sorry, okay. Uh, can you see me now? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Little Let's... better than I want to. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dale. Okay, so can you tell me which side you think did the best job? Oh, this is going to uh, be the first flag tonight, so it's super important. Well, Don't mess was, this up. It was really close. I would agree with you. It was very yeah. good. Uh, what do you think, man? Okay. Uh, uh, the boys. The boys side. All right. Good job, guys. Good job. Keep it up tonight. The boys won the first, well, it was a tie the first night. The girls won last night. Boys, you need to win tonight. So I hope you came ready to go. I'm sorry about that, but yeah, you're going to give them one. Okay. Guess what? It is game time. Here we go. So let's see. On this side tonight, I need one boy. We need, we need two girls, okay? One boy and two girls to help us out with the game tonight. You might win prizes. You might win nothing. All right, go ahead and come on up here. Now, since you're the first one, come on up here. Come on up here. Hold on just a second. Is this? Hold on just a second now. You get to choose. Do you want box number one, two, or three? Which one would you? Oh, hold oh. Hold on a second. I, I've seen these guys, but it's been a long time since I've seen these guys. Um, hey, hey, uh, hey, hey, uh, heckle, 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 Jekyll. Hey, hey. Hey, 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 focus, 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 guys. Shut up, shiny. Heckle. Jekyll, look at me. Focus. Focus. Now, you, it's a hard thing to get these guys' attention. They've been like this for years. Okay, focus! Right here. Both eyes. Okay. Why are there two of you? I, 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 just hold on a second now. I see three, and they're all ugly. Would you stop it? Okay, now, tell us your name. Sydney. Uh, Sydney. All right. So, Heckle and Jekyll, since you're here, I want you to help me out with something, okay? Should Sydney pick one. box one, 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 box two, one. or box three? Which one? What do you one, think? One, 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 two, one, one. Wh which one? One, one two, two, three, three, three. They said three. What do you think? Should, should she listen to them or should she pick what she wants? I don't know. What do you think? You're sticking with box number two? 
I'm sorry, guys. She's going to stick with box number two. Okay, now, I'll tell you what. Since, since you're up next, you're up next. Tell everybody your name. Sarah. Sarah. Okay, Sarah. Which box would you like? One or three? Which one should you pick? One or three? What do you think? Which? You're going to stick with three? She's sticking with three. All right, all right. Okay, so tell, tell us your name. What is it? Okay, Junite. Your box number one, okay? Got it? Now, listen very carefully. Here's the rules. Here's the rules. Remember, two of those boxes have good prizes in them. One of them does not. But, just like in life, it's filled with choices, okay? And our choices define us, right? We've been learning about that. It's important that you choose good things. It's important that you choose God and, and godly things in your life. So this game kind of represents that. Now, here's, here's the thing, Okay? You're going to make a choice tonight. You're either going to choose right or you're going to choose wrong. Okay? Now, <clears throat> here's what I'm going to do. Do any of you like root beer? Do any of you? This right here, A&W root beer. You do? You both like A&W? Do you like A&W root beer? Okay. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to start with, I'm going to start with you. Would you like to take the root beer or would you like to keep what's in your box? What would you like to do? You're still going to keep what's in the box? Okay, hold on a second now. Let's, let's sweeten the deal just a little bit. Let's, um, let's add some candy. Do you like candy? You don't like any of these? Do you like any of these? You like Kit Kats? Okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'll give you two Kit Kats and the root beer for what's inside your box. Would you like to take this or would you like to keep your box? What should she do? What do you think? Don't touch the box. Don't touch the box. There you go. What would you like to do? You must choose. You have five seconds to make a choice. Five. You're going to keep the box. You're sure you're going to keep the box. Okay, now, let me remind you of something. Box number three has had the bad prize two nights in a row. What do you think the odds are that it has it again? Very slim, you think? You think you're, you think you're pretty good then, don't you? Are you sure about that choice? You're sure. Okay. How about this? Do you like candy? Do you like root beer? I will give you all of this right here for what's inside your box. What would you like to do? Do you want to choose the box or do you want to take this home with you? Which one would you like to do? You're keeping the box. You're sure. Okay. Well, let's go down here. Are you sure you don't want the root beer? And you don't want any of the candy? How about all the candy and the root beer? You want all that in place of your box? You're sure? That's your final choice? Who are you listening to out there? You keep looking at somebody. Are you sure they're right? Michael and Jekyll, what do you think? I don't know. What would you like to do? You're going to take this deal instead of the box. Oh, you're keeping the box. Oh, don't touch the box. She's going to keep the box. Okay, everybody wants to keep their box. I can't sweeten the pot. Then we're going to start with number three. You're scared? You're scared, but you chose the box. Okay, here's what I want you to do. I want you to tell everybody, I choose box number three. I choose box number three. That's the choice you've made. Here we go. Good? Maybe a good choice. They think it's a good choice. Might be a bad choice. Here we go. Are you ready? You're scared. Okay. I don't blame you. You should be. I'm just kidding. Okay, here we go. Ready? One, two, how scared are you really? I mean, like, terrified? No, I'm not terrified. I okay. 
All right, here we go. Ready? One, two. Well, that's anyway. Okay, here we go. One, two, three. Oh, good choice tonight. So what do we have here? We have Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. We have Chester Flamin' Hot Fries. And we have Jolly Ranchers. Give her a hand. Great job. You may have a seat. Good choice. She made a good choice. Now, that means the bad prize is under box one or box number two. So let me go over here just real quick. Um, and we're just going to get a little bit more stuff here. Let me ask you this. Do you like, do you like Sour Patch Kids? Do you like um, Swedish Fish? You're like, do you like Cherry Pepsi? Oh, she likes Cherry Pepsi. Would you be willing to take the Cherry Pepsi? And uh, I'll give you um, three things of Sour Patch Kids for what's inside your box. You're going to take that? Are you sure? You want that deal? Oh, what do you think, Heckle and Jekyll? Should she take that deal? You, you think she should take that deal? Okay, okay, okay. Well, I'll tell you what, then. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to tell everybody, I'm taking the deal. I'm taking the deal. All right, give her a hand. Here you go. Down you go. Don't drop the, don't drop the soda. That'll be a mess. All right. Are you ready? Now, you have a choice, sir. You can stay with box number one, or you can choose box number two. Which one would you like to choose right now? What should he do? Should he stick with box one or should he go to box number two? What do you think? You're, you're switching to box number two. You're sure. You're positive. Okay. He's, he's got, is, this your, is this your brother? You trust your sister? She doesn't look too trustworthy to me over there. I'm just kidding. All right. So you want box number two or box number one? Which one would you like? Box number two, you're sure? Okay. Okay. You're making me nervous. Okay. We're going to see what you could have won if you had picked box number one. Are you ready? Here's, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to just lift this forward a little bit, and you can look under there and see what you would have won. Are you ready? You might have to get down on the ground and look. What do you think? Is that a good prize in there or a bad prize in there? That. It's a bad one? Are you sure? I thought for sure the bad prize was in there. Are you sure? You want to look again? Here, look, look, look again. What do you think? Is it bad? Yeah, it's bad. He it's, <laughs> thinks it's bad. I mean, I thought everyone needed toilet paper. You didn't, you didn't win the toilet paper. All right, let's find out what he won. Are you ready? One, two, three. Oh, man. Good choice. Doritos, gummy bears, Kit Kats, give them a hand. Awesome job. You may go down and have a seat, sir. Good choice. Now, if I were you, if I were you, I keep listening to my sister. She made a good choice there in helping you out, all right? Okay, well, let's do this. We're going to sing a song tonight. First song that we're going to sing is one of my all-time favorites. In right, out right, up right, down right. How many of you know this song? All right, so help me out, okay? I'm going to sit down up here. It goes like this. Are you ready? Are you ready, piano player? Uh, Brother Eric. Oh! Brother Eric. Don't start Every without me. Every time I get going. Kermit. Brother Eric. 
Kermit, yeah, buddy, what's going on? Don't start without me. I, I, I'm sorry. You want to help us out? I do. Okay, so we are going to sing I'm in, right, out, right, up, right, down, right, happy all the time. You oh, know that that's one? a great one. You like that song? I love it. Okay, good, good, good. So here's what I want you to do. We need the team captains to get another flag, all right? Team captains, get another flag. And we're going to see which side wins the next flag. You're going to be the judge. Oh, okay. Can you handle that? I can handle it. All right, Kermit. All right, they're getting their flags. All right, everybody get on the edge of your seats. Get on the edge of your seats. And you're going to sing with me, okay? Are you ready? She said, don't worry about another flag. You're not going to get it anyway. Kermit? Yep. You must be fair and honest. Always fair, always honest. Okay, all yep. right. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Are you ready? Goes like this. Say it with me. I'm in right, out right, up right, down right, happy all the time. I'm in right, out right, up right, down right, happy all the time. Since Jesus Christ came in and cleansed my heart from sin. Microphone. He goes like this. I'm in right, out right, up right, down right, happy all the time. Woo! All right, that's pretty that's good. Now tiring. we are going to get faster and louder. Brother Will, could you do me a favor? Could you find me a chair back there? All right, I forgot to get myself a chair up here, and it is too hard to get back there. Let's do it again. Ready? We're going a little faster and a little louder. Here we go. Sing with me. Uh, I can't hear you. I'm in right, out right, up right, down right, happy all the time. I'm in right, out right, up right, down right, happy all the time. Since Jesus, thank you. Good job. And cleanse my heart from sin. I'm Right down, right down, all the time. Hey! Okay, now we're about to get fast and loud. They can definitely you be have louder. You have to follow the leader. That's me. You can't get ahead of me. You can't get behind me. However, I am going to try and mess you up because the side that messes up the most is not going to win the flag. So you better watch very carefully. Kermit, are you ready? I'm ready. Get one eye on the boys. One eye on both of them. And, and one eye on the girls. And one eye on the girls. Okay, here we go. That's right. All right, here we go. Ready? Mm -hmm. Sing with me. In right, out right, up right, down right, happy all the time. I'm in right, out right, up right, down right, happy all the time. Since Jesus Christ came in and cleansed my heart from sin. Now it's better, but it's about to get faster. And tomorrow, here's what I need you to do. Look around at all the adults that are around you. Make sure you make note of them. If they're on the floor and they can't breathe when we're done with this, let us know so we can perform CPR, okay? Here we go. This is going to be fast and loud. Here we go. As fast as we can go. Brother Will, are you ready? Are your boys ready? Are the girls ready? Here we go. Ready? I'm ready. Uh, 
up right now, right happy all the time. I'm in right now, right up right now, right happy all the time. Since Jesus Christ came in and cleansed my heart from sin. I'm in right now, right up right now, right happy all the time. Hey! Okay, that was pretty good. That was too German. fast. Have that you guys ever seen? Have you ever seen a frog do that song? It's kind of hilarious. Because that he was goes, way too fast. He goes so fast, though. It's like the speed of light. It's the like here. Watch light. Kermit. Are you ready, Kermit? Do the song. Go. He's it's already done. done. Yep. See? That fast. Yep. He's already it. done. Yes, I did. Frogs are amazing that way. I'm just telling so you. So okay. good. Kermit. Yep. I need you to tell me which side did the Ooh, best job. I don't know. Was that it the boy's was... side or was it the girl's side? That was close, Do the boys but... do the flag number two and pull ahead. Or do the girls tie the boys mm. in one flag apiece? Kermit, big decision here. Big decision. Big. Uh, I was watching. Um, I got to say, it was probably the, uh, uh, probably the, uh, the, the girls. It was the girls. The girls. Yeah. That was it. Hey. Woo. That means it's tied up one. I hate to do it. One. We got another song it. coming at you tonight. This song is... Whose side are you leaning on? How many of you know this one? All right, we need to all stand up. This one is done all together. Kermit, can you stay out here and help us with this song too? Uh, yeah, sure. Now, I'd like you to do this song with the kids, okay? Uh, okay. So you can lean and all that. All right, here we okay. go. Okay, all right. All right, goes like this, okay? All Sing right. with me. Whose side are you leaning on? I'm leaning on the Lord's side. Whose side are you leaning on? I'm leaning on the Lord's side. Here we go, ready? Leaning, 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 leaning on the Lord's side. Leaning, 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 leaning on the Lord's side. Whose side are you clapping on? I'm clapping this side. Whose side are you clapping on? I'm clapping. Here we go, ready? Clapping, 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 clapping on the Lord's side. Clapping, 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 clapping on the Lord's side. Now this one. This is whose side are you shouting on, all right? Girls, girls, you're going to do the first shouting on the Lord's side as loud as you can. Boys, you're going to do the next shouting on the Lord's side as loud as you can. And then we're going to alternate shouting, 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 all right? Then shouting on the Lord's side, okay? I'll point at you when it's your turn to sing it. We're going to see which side does the best. Kermit, are you ready? I'm ready. They might just blow you right out of here, man. They'll so be careful. Probably. You better hang on tight. Here we go. All Sing right. with me. Whose side are you shouting on, boys? Shouting on the Lord's side. Whose side are you shouting on, boys? I'm shouting on the Lord's Ready? Here we go. Shouting, 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 shouting. on the Lord's side. Shouting, shouting, shouting on the Lord's side. That was loud. Kermit. I think, I think they could probably be louder. I think we're going to do that verse again now that you got do it. Do it again. Right? Go home tonight not being able to talk. You were so loud. All right, go home tonight. Mom and dad are going to be like, how was the night? You'll be like, that oh, was great. Okay, here we go. Stand up, girls. Stand up. Here we go. Last time, are you ready? Whose side are you shouting on? Whose side are you shouting on? Whose side are you shouting on? I'm shouting on the Lord's side. Here we go, girls. Shouting on the Lord's side. Shouting on the Lord's side. You may be seated. 
job. Where did he go? That was so Hus. loud. We gotta listen. Where did he go? That was Kermie. so loud. Kermie. Uh, uh, Kermie, are you okay? Uh, 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 <laughs> so loud. Kermit, can you hear me? What? Buddy. Where? Noise? I'm right, I'm right Somewhere. here. Somewhere. I'm oh, right here. There you are. How many fingers am I holding up? Fingers. Uh, he wouldn't know that anyway. Okay. Uh, um, no, Kermit, seriously, are you okay? I'm, I'm here. Did you? So you heard the boys and the girls, right? I heard them. Okay, yes, so I did. What? 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 <laughs> loudly. What side did the better job? This is for the uh, next flag, Kermit. Okay. All right. Well, um, let's see. I heard a lot of screaming, but I think this song really is about loudness, and that was definitely the, uh, boys. The boys! Mm -hmm. The boys! Oh! Yep, the boys. Wow! Wow! Boys, you're doing great tonight. Keep it up. The boys are ahead two to one. Go but boys. it is time... To get our big oh. 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 Hi, brother Eric. I thought we would get out of here tonight without having to deal with Miss Ugly. I mean, Eunice. Um, shh, let's find Is out. Is my poopsie wopsie here? Oh. Did he bring me some flowers? Um, I, I don't. Um, I don't see Poopsie Whoopsie in the building tonight. Uh, he oh, was, he uh, must be out getting the ring. He's, <laughs> he, uh, he, he told me uh, he was going to give your dad a ring. What? On the phone. To leave him alone. That's the ring I heard about, but I don't know about any ring you're talking about. <laughs> you're off your rocker. <laughs> Maybe so, maybe so, but... Uh, I just had a question. Uh, I, I hope I have an answer for you. Is my poopsie whoopsie rich um, and handsome? Um, he's not rich. Um, he's not? No, um, I mean, he has, he has a good job working at Walmart, but... Walmart? Yeah, I mean, that's a good job, but I mean, he's not... Oh. He's not rich, um, but his, uh, there, there is somebody that I know that, that is rich. I was kind of thinking maybe somebody, uh, I don't know, a banker. A, ba a banker? You, you, you want to be in love with a banker? Yeah. Oh, um, that's interesting. Because, um... Is my poopsie whoopsie gonna move up to banker soon? Um, no. Um, but his, uh, his dad's a banker. Really? It, it's true. It's true. Um... Is he breathing? <laughs> yes, he, he is breathing. Does he touch money every day? Yeah, yeah, probably so. Where's he at? I really don't think I should tell you that because he might beat me up in the parking lot after the uh, <laughs> vacation. Oh, Mama's like over. a mobster banker? <laughs> Ooh, um, I like it. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm going to let you try and figure out who this is, uh, Eunice. Um, 
You have to do some investigating. All right. Meanwhile, um, maybe you should go get some more beauty rest. A lot of it. I think I should be getting scared right now. I, I, uh, bye, Eunice. I, would you, uh-oh. I think I made her mad. You don't ever want to make that mad. I don't know what to call that ugly thing. Anyway, uh, okay, where were we? Uh, visitor prizes for tonight. So let's see here. We had a two-way tie for the girls and a two-way tie at the boys again tonight. All right, so here we go. Is it Syria? 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 How do you pronounce your name? Soraya? Soraya. Got it. Soraya. Oh, I see how they wrote it now. It's kind of, they wrote it weird, but it makes sense now. Soraya, come up here, Soraya. And also Marianne. Where's Marianne again? Keeps bringing those friends. All right. And for the boys, we have Stephen, or is it Stefan? Stefan. <laughs> I know you, Stefan. I didn't see you back there. And uh, Jay, Jay Sion. Where are you at, Jay Sion? Come up here, Jay Sion. All right, good job. So here's what we're going to do. He's excited. Okay, guys, we are going to let the girls go first because we're gentlemen, right? Say, yes, we are gentlemen. Yes, yes. Okay, come right over here, Sarai. Come right over here. All right, you can pick anything. Since you've been up here all night, let's let Soraya pick first, okay? Soraya, whatever you would like to pick, you just cannot pick the backpacks up here. Those are for Friday night, okay? Which thing would you like off the table? Anything that you want? Pick, pick. Okay, Laffy Taffy. All right, you may go back to your seat. Give her a hand. Good job. Mary Ann, what would you like? Anything off the table? You've had a chance to kind of look there. You want, oh, what are you taking? What is that? The bubble blower. Awesome. Okay, you boys, pick anything off of there that you want. One thing. Now, here is, while they're picking, let me remind you, the backpacks up here are for Friday night. They are filled with school supplies, candy, soda, Oreo cookies. God's cookie, the Oreo. Okay, and a Chick-fil-A gift card. And also, Gift cards to main event are also in there, okay? So the ones that bring the most for the week, you're going to take those home Friday night. All right, the boys have chosen. Give them a hand. Good job. You may go back to your seat. Now, it is time to get into our puppets for the night. Now, I need to remind you of some things. Um, last night, do you remember what happened last night? Um, well, the house was upside down. It looks like they've fixed the house, although now I see that looks like they've added some plumbing pipe to it, which kind of has me a little nervous because um, I don't know that I trust um, Marvin, Melvin, whichever he is, to do anything right, much less plumb a house. Plus, he has those two guys, uh, Nacho and Menard, who aren't the brightest bulbs on the tree, if you know what I'm saying, helping him out. So um, I'm really not sure kind of what to think of this, but uh, maybe, oh, hey, 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 Melvin, I mean, um, 
Marvin, right? Hello? Yep. Yeah, um, are you looking for something? Yep. What are you looking for? I mean, maybe I can help you find it? I'm looking for my... Manly! Manly! Pipe wrench 5,000. Manly pipe wrench 5,000. Manly! He has been doing plumbing. Uh, let's, let's see, uh... Let's see if I can help you out here. Um, hmm. I don't really uh, see anything. Oh, hey, um, well, I don't know if this is very manly, but found a pair of pliers. Are these yours? Hey! You want those? I've been looking for that. Hey, you lost your... Ah! Ow! Hey, watch out, buddy. <laughs> I was looking for those. You were, you were looking for those, too? Yep. Where'd your... You might want to get your helmet back on, bud. I'm wearing my safety helmet liner. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Safety well, uh, helmet liner makes the safety helmet more safe. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Cushions uh, your head, too. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. How many tools have you lost exactly? Uh, one. He's only lost one tool. Yeah, one tool. That, that can't be right because you, you lost the pliers, too. Um... And we found the pliers. That's one. So, but you lost your, your manly pipe wrench 5,000. That's one. Okay. And the pliers... The pliers aren't lost. I found them. Oh, we found, yeah, but anyway, never mind. You found the pliers. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I was going to, uh, I was hoping to ask you a little bit more about yourself tonight. Ooh, that's my favorite tropic. Your, your favorite tropic? You mean your favorite topic? No. Nope. Thanks, I'm Baptist. <laughs> Exegetical. Have you, okay. Have, have you, wow. Have you really um, been fooling Margaret into thinking that you're Marvin for all these years? Yep, got the fool pulled right over her eyes. You got the fool pulled, you mean you got the wool pulled? Wool? Brother Eric, it's 104 degrees out. I wear no wool, it's here <laughs> denim. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Well, Listen, I have a hard house. time believing that you could fool, Mar fool Margaret. I mean, she's, she's pretty uh, smart, you know. I mean, no? Let's not exaggerate. She got nothing on this intellectual mind I got. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, I, I agree. But, I mean, she's, she's pretty hard to trick. Are you kidding? I spent seven vacation Bible schools with her. She never figured it out. Wait a minute. You're telling me you've been to seven vacation Bible schools here? Yep. Remember that? Remember that spy one? The secret agent man. Oh, oh, oh. You mean cross agents. That one? That was you? Kind of micronic, isn't it? I was the secret agent man. <laughs> really? Okay. Uh-huh. Boss, where are you? I'm out here talking to this guy that talks to us all the time. What's his name? Other hamburger. Right, Eric, Barrett, Barrett, Barrett Burger. Oh, no. Hey, boys. Hey, hey Nacho. Hola. Were you talking to old Mama Bell Grande? <laughs> hey, Nacho, did you finish that plumbing like I asked you to? Well, we tried, but we can't get it tight without the pipe wrench. Uh-oh. Yeah, boss. We tried using a crowbar, a screwdriver, oh, a no. stern lecture, and Menard's peanut butter sandwich. Ew. 
I'm kind of hungry now. Did we try a rubber band? We did. Did you try Pilates? Hi, what? Pilates. Boss, I ain't that flexible. Hmm. I think <laughs> I got some pliers we could try. Let's check it out. Uh, uh, Where'd they go? Margaret! Melvin, did you finish tightening that last pipe? Uh, yes. Of course I did. You did it exactly like I told you to? Margaret, Margaret, oh, no. Margaret. You know you can count on old Ma- Ma- Marvin to get it done right. I even wore my safety helmet liner, see? <laughs> safety uh-huh. first. You didn't answer my question. I better go inspect your work. No, wait, wait. Uh, nerd and Nacho have a question for you. I thought you could impart some of your extensive knowledge about building things and stuff. We, we do? I'm afraid of her, boss. Stop her! Stop! Stop her! Stop her! His helmet liner must be too tight. Uh, uh, how much sugar do you put in your iced tea, Miss Margaret? None! I wouldn't drink iced tea if I was dying of dehydration. Oh, uh, well, uh, what kind of pickles do you put on your hamburgers? Dill? Me too! I put a big deal on my hamburger. Brother Eric, does yeah. it sound to you like these two sidekicks are stalling for some reason? It does kind of sound like that, Margaret. Yep. Makes me wonder what's going on. I have a guess. I wonder if I can make nachos with a blowtorch. What? <laughs> what do you think, Miss Margaret? I think I better go inspect Melvin's work now. Nacho, let's uh, go get lunch. Yeah. Careful. I have a bad feeling about this. Me too. M- let's, Melvin's doing plumbing, and he left those two in charge to do the plumbing. That's not a good thing. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, they couldn't do the job right if they tried to. A little nervous. I had a feeling this might come in handy this week, so let me just uh, take care of a few things here real quick. Uh, Let's just cover this, because I've been to a lot of vacation Bible schools, and I kind of know how things go around here, if you know what I mean. And uh, so I'm just going to get myself prepared, and uh, we will uh, see uh, what happens here. Y'all, did anyone else bring an umbrella? You got your hats? Yeah, you Marvin! Have... Uh-oh. Quit stalling. It's time to test the plumbing. I was thinking we should just give it another day. You know, uh, plumbing might need to sleep on it a little bit. It's taking a nap. Is there a particular reason you don't want me to turn the water on? Uh, no. No reason at all. Hmm. Stand right there and watch for drips. Here it comes. I'll just stand over here. Everybody look out. It does it every time. Yeah. 
Oh, no. Other than the big obvious one. Uh, do you see any drips, Marvin? <laughs> Besides you? Nope. See, I told you I did it right. Huh. See, boys? Worked out great. Wait a minute. This doesn't seem... Great. Well, then let's this wrap it normal. up. Properly. <laughs> My used chewing gum didn't work too well. Marvin! Soaked. Oh. I found the pipe wrench behind a pile of lumber. Oh. Why don't you come over here so I can show you how to use it properly? Uh oh. Help, help me. Help me. <laughs> bye. 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 Bye, Marvin. Melvin. Bye. Safety first. I don't think he's ever going to learn, do you? My goodness. Oh, I guess I better fix the sign again. We can't even go one day around here without having to put the sign back to zero days without an incident. <sighs> I don't know. Well, anybody else get wet besides me? A few of you? Well... Let me, just, let me just use this as an opportunity to tell you something. We learned tonight that it's important to use the right tool for the right job, isn't it? You know what? It's just as important for you to use the right tools in your life and the right tool. And God gives us some tools in His master plan that we can use to make sure that our lives are done His way. And it'll help us when we run into problems and all kinds of stuff. We're going to learn more about that a little bit later on tonight. But let me ask you a question. Who's going to win the penny offering tonight? It is time for the penny march. Here we go. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to have our pianists begin to play. They're going to bring the penny scales over here. And we are going to let you come. And put your pennies in. We're going to see which side will win tonight. Just as we've done every night. First grade and down, you may come first, all right? Everyone else stay right where you are. First grade and under. We're going to let the little kids get their stuff in. First grade and down. Looks like the girls are going to be in the lead so far. The girls have come prepared tonight. They do not want the boys to win. I have. Later in the week. She's not going to read it in front of everybody. Just hold on. Watch out behind you. Ace is back here. 
All right. Everyone else, you may come ahead. Everyone else. Second grade and above. If you have pennies, you can bring them up right now. Oh, my goodness. Purses full of pennies. Who is ahead so far? So far, the girls have a commanding lead tonight. Girls are way ahead right now, way ahead. The boys need to make a comeback. Oh, here we go. Now we got some bricks coming up here on the boys' side. Whole bricks of pennies. But the girls, oh my goodness. Where is it all coming from? They're filling it up tonight. Don't forget, the bank bond is out there somewhere. I don't know which side has it, but it is out there somewhere. Boys, if you have any pennies or bricks, Gold bricks, you need to bring them up right now. The boys need help. The girls are way ahead. Couple of bricks going in the boys' side. Some more going in on the boys' side. I have a feeling the boys are holding out tonight. They are holding out, just waiting for the end. Waiting for the girls to be done, and then they're gonna pour it on is what I think is gonna happen. There's a good line at the bank. We have a lot back there getting their pennies. Girls are still ahead. Boys, you need some serious help. Are you serious? Someone put it in the girl side? Okay. So that means we have to take them out of the boy side and put them in the girl side. All right. The bank bond was put in on the girl side tonight. The girls had the bond as well. The boys are in huge trouble right now. Huge trouble. It's looking like a landslide tonight. We're going to close the bank in one minute. One minute and the bank will be closed. If you need to get your pennies, you need to do it right now. One minute and the bank will be completely closed. Forty seconds and the bank will be closed. Some boys, they are trying. They're trying. 20 seconds. 20 seconds to closing the bank. Ten seconds. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four. Three, two, one. The bank is closed. You cannot purchase any more pennies or gold bricks tonight. The girls have a commanding lead. 
No one can purchase any more tonight. Let's see if the boys are holding out. I have no idea. Piece of a dolly I'll throw in there. No, not really. <laughs> All right, we're going to count down. 20, 19, 18, 17, 16, 15. Here they come. 12, 11. Here we go. 10, 9, 8. They're still coming. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Girls win tonight. The girls have won the penny offering tonight by a landslide. Not even close. Wow. The girls put up their final flag, and that means that we are all tied up. However, we have a tiebreaker that I can give to you while they are getting the pennies out of here. We have the tiebreaker with how many brought visitors tonight, just like we did last night. Tonight, the side that brought the most visitors with them tonight is the girls' side. Six to two. Girls, you will be dismissed. Tonight first, you will get the snow cones first. You will also get tonight's prize as you leave to go home. All right. Let's go ahead and have our first grade and under dismissed. Let me go right down the middle there. Follow Brother Seth. First grade and under. First grade and under. <laughs> if you brought a visitor tonight, you and your visitors will get to throw water balloons off the lift at Brother Will. They're out there. A whole other hundred of them. All right, everyone else, you may move up. Everyone else may move up to the front rows. Get as close as you can. Brother Robert is going to come and preach to you here in just a moment. Come on up, girls. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Move up to the front. Get as close as you possibly can. Do you want to go for those rules with them? Or do you want me to do it? All right, come on ahead, everybody. Move up, move up, move up. Let's go over some rules as you're moving up here, okay? We have five of them. Number one, sit up straight. Nice and straight. No slouching, no sleeping. All right? Hands in your lap, okay? Not on your friends and not picking your noses and all that kind of stuff. That is gross. Okay, none of that. So hands in your lap. Next one is keep your feet still, okay? Don't be swinging them and kicking everything and kicking your neighbor and all that kind of stuff. Just sit still and look at the speaker. Okay, Brother Robert's going to come here in a second, so make sure you give him your undivided attention. And lastly, no talking, okay? Don't be talking while he's trying to teach you. That is rude, and you might miss something that you really need to hear, okay? So, 
without any more, we're going to study God's master plan tonight, all right? Give Brother Robert the microphone. I can get it out of my pocket. Sorry, it's sweaty tonight. Not any different than any other night. All right. Well, good evening. I trust that you had a relatively nice day. Not a cool day, but a nice day all the same. Try and awkwardly clip this to a shirt. Well, <clears throat> the third night of Vacation Bible School. Are you all enjoying yourselves? So much enthusiasm. Did you use it all up for the penny offering and the singing? Have you all been enjoying yourselves? Slightly better. All right. I'm not going to push it. Huh? The girls have all the money. Does it ever change? The older you It doesn't change. It doesn't change. <laughs> well, <clears throat> if you've been here since we started, then you know very well that we've been considering God's master plan. And the first night, if you recall, the encouragement was to, to not be a fathead. We looked at a group of people that considered God's plan, considered God's instruction as beneath them, as something for babies, that it was precept upon precept, line upon line, here a little, there a little, and they really just thought that they were too smart, too good for God's plan, and it cost them dearly. Last night, we considered the fact that when God gives instruction, it's not just enough to hear what God has to say, but it's important that we do what God says, that we behave in a way that's wise. So tonight, I'm going to look at how we ought to build on the foundation that's being laid, or that has been laid, once one accepts Christ as their Savior. <clears throat> now, if you have your Bibles, by all means, you're welcome to turn with me to the book of 1 Corinthians. I'll say from the onset that I know that this has a very specific application, that Paul is writing to the church in Corinth, and he's trying to set some things right. That church in Corinth was filled with people, and they were not perfect just like none of us are perfect. And so there were some issues that they had, and he's trying to get things set in order. And he said something very important to them as a church, but I believe that part of what he said, we can look at and consider how it might apply to us individually as well. And so I want to look at that this evening. So in 1 Corinthians in chapter number 3 and verse number 9, it says, For we are laborers together with God. Ye are God's husbandry. That you're the cultivated field. You're the thing that upon which God is working. You're God's building. According to the grace of God, which is given unto me, as a wise master builder, we considered what a wise builder does. I have laid the foundation, and another buildeth thereon. But let every man take heed. Take heed that you discern, that you use judgment. Take heed how he buildeth thereupon. For other foundation can no man lay that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if any man build upon this foundation, gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, every man's work shall be made manifest. From the day, or for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. And if any man's work abide, which he hath built thereupon, he shall receive reward. <clears throat> so I want to consider this evening, what kind of work are you doing? Let's pray. Father, we want to thank you for this time where we can consider your word. I ask that you help those that are here to be able to focus in and hear specifically what you have for them tonight. We know that there is a way that we ought to live our lives, not to conduct ourselves, and you're very clear about that in your word. And so again, help us to understand what you have this evening. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. 
<clears throat> now, some of you may not have been alive, but I'm about to say a name, and I'm sure all of you know who this person is. Because the thing that they did was so impressive and so monumental that to not know who this person is, you just have to be crazy. See, back in 2007, there was a guy named Jeremy Harper. Anyone hear of him? No one has heard of Jeremy Harper? Really? Wow. Okay, okay. Let me tell you, <clears throat> this guy, he spent 16 hours a day for 89 days counting. Impressed? Neither was I, but that's what he did. He, he spent 89 days, 16 hours a day, counting from one to one million. Impressed? Not too many other people are as well. Now, that's not to say anything bad about Jeremy Harper. But I say that to, to bring forward the idea that in life, there are going to be things that just are not worth doing. Do any of you want to sit here and count to one million as fast as you can? No. <laughs> do any of you want to, I don't know, go home and do some studying in preparation for school? Some of you are weird, and that's okay. Like Jeremy Harper was weird. He wanted to do something really weird. But there are a lot of things in life that are right before you that you just think aren't worth your time. And truly, they aren't really worth your time at all. Because it's an endeavor in futility. It's an endeavor that's not going to yield anything good. It's work that's being put in that really isn't going to have much payoff in the end. Maybe you know the, the little fairy tale for kids about the three little pigs and the houses that they built, about building a house with straw and building a house with sticks and building a house with brick. And you can see very readily how that putting your effort into something just isn't the end-all, be-all. Well, I did the work, and that was good enough. Well, if the work really wasn't worthwhile, then what did you waste all that time doing? You ever waste your time? <laughs> Some of you are shaking your heads. Yes, I have. Have any of you ever played video games? Then you have wasted time. It may have been fun, but it was a waste of time because it really didn't do much for you at all. You know, God's very much concerned about the time that you use here on this earth because God in his grace and in his mercy, he's given you time. He's given you life. He's given you the opportunity while you live to do something with your life. And that should be exciting. Because everyone's time is precious. Because what God gives you is precious. <clears throat> when Paul's writing to the church in Corinth, as I said, he's trying to set some things straight. They've gone way off the deep end and really messed up and not just misused their time, but misrepresented themselves to the people that were around them. They were not showing Christ's likeness in the city where they were. Part of the problem was that they didn't recognize the way that their labor, the way that their work was being seen by those that were around them. And that's part of what he's talking about here. And so when Paul writes to them, he's trying to get them to understand the significance of the work that they're putting into their life. The fact that the work that they're doing is important, or at least they ought to understand that it is important. But we know very well that not everything that you do is important or worthwhile, like counting to a million or playing video games. And so again, I want to read our verse 
and then talk more specifically about those couple of verses that mention some very interesting and somewhat odd building materials. But he said, For we are laborers together with God. You are God's husbandry. And understanding that husbandry or, or farming, and, and we know a lot about farming. We have cornfields here. We have cornfields up in Nebraska as well. And it takes a lot of work to get something to grow. People might be able to drive tractors and work it that way, but especially in Jesus' day, it took sweat, it took labor for something to actually grow. And it's no different in your life when God wants something to grow, when God starts to do his work, he's putting in loving, hard work because he cares about you. And so God's trying to cultivate something in your life, and Paul goes on to explain that you're God's building, and then he elaborates as to what that means. We talk specifically about doing what Jesus said, and primarily honed in upon the fact that Jesus wants you to put your faith and trust in him, that having Jesus as the foundation of your life is of utmost importance before beginning to build or before God's master plan can really begin in your life. And again, that's highlighted here in this passage more specifically, because he says, for other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Then he says, now if any man build upon this foundation, and then he lists some materials. If. Helping us to understand that there's the opportunity that we get to choose if we're going to actually do something constructive with the life, with the foundation that's been given to us. Because I've known people that have gotten saved, they've accepted Jesus as their Savior, and then they've not really done much of anything. They've run from the call of God or from the work of God in their life. And so maybe the foundation genuinely is there. But God has expectations or God has a desire that something beautiful be constructed upon the foundation that is your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, that your life be built up as a beautiful representation of who Christ is and the work that God is doing in your life. And sometimes we see that and we think, okay, well, we have this foundation, we have this bedrock laid, and so now we need to begin the work. We need to start doing things. And maybe you come to church, and maybe you read your Bible, and maybe you spend time in prayer, and that's all great. But as you do those things, sometimes, sometimes you you do them just because you think you have to. See, when I was in Bible college, we had a whole lot of reading assignments. And one of the reading assignments was to make sure that we read through the Bible in our first semester. And in another class, there was a reading assignment to read through the Old Testament in the first semester. And we were told very specifically that any reading that you have for one class doesn't count for another class. And so we had to read through the entire Bible and through the Old Testament. Now, I can read kind of fast, but I can promise you that if I am looking at words and trying to read as fast as I possibly can, I'm not comprehending what I'm reading. And sometimes that might be the case whenever you go through Bible reading. Maybe you just look, okay, well, there's ink on the page and you're going through as fast as you can. Or maybe, you know, oh, I need to talk to God. And so you'll come down and, all right, God, thank you for the day and the night of sleep and bless the day ahead. Okay, let's go. We're all set and it's done. I spent time in prayer and I talked to God and so that's good. When it comes to how God wants to work and build in your life, it's not just some checkbox. You might do the right thing. And Paul tries to help discern the difference between the two. That the foundation is there and work ought to be put in, but it's not just work for work's sake. It's not just doing the right things and expecting that to actually build anything substantial. Because again, he says, now if any man build upon this foundation, gold, silver, precious stones, don't those sound, sound like nice things? If you had a gold house, wouldn't that be a great house to go to? I'd hate to polish the thing, but it would look pretty for a little while. Or wood, hay, stubble. 
And so he lets us know that there's work that can be done or effort that can be put forth, but it's going to look very differently depending on the type of work that's done. Not whether or not the work is done, it's the quality of the work that's done. And so Paul helps us to understand that there's a difference between the two. And he goes on to explain how this work is going to be tried and it's going to be tested. It's going to be made manifest or shown to all the quality of the work that's been put in upon the foundation of your salvation. And it'll be shown to be either something that's lasting or something that's not. Because we can all, I I remember being in Boy Scouts, back when it was Boy Scouts, and we would build bonfires, and they were great. And unfortunately, I'm not going to light it, don't worry. Unfortunately, whenever you light a stick, what happens? Yeah, there's fire, it burns, and it's really cool, especially if you're a young man, then you really like throwing things in the fire. Mm -hmm. And some young ladies, too. But but if you have something, don't worry, I took these out of the girls' side, so anyway, (laughs) just kidding. But but if you have something that's precious, something that's metallic, then I can promise you that if it's tried by fire, if it's put into the fire, then it's not going to come, or it's not going to burn, it's not going to disintegrate unless you get to some ridiculous temperatures. But if it's just a typical fire, then it's going to be purified. It's going to come out better than it was before. And so Paul helps them to understand a very important truth that lasting labor for Christ is solely based upon the quality of the work or quality of the labor that's put in, not the quantity. Because there is a whole lot of busyness that we can be about in life. There's a whole lot of spiritual-like things that we can do, like coming to church and reading our Bible and praying. And again, I'm not saying that those are bad, but there's a great distinction that I want to help paint in your mind between just doing the thing and the mindset, the attitude of wanting to serve God, wanting to serve Christ and please Him. In fact, one of the verses that you have on your wall here encapsulates this thought quite nicely. In Psalm 127, verse 1, it says, Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. The house is still being built, but unless God's the one that's doing the work, unless you're coming to God and asking God to give you the strength and helping uh, and have a desire to want to know more about God whenever you're reading His Word and actually talk to God when you're spending time in prayer and wanting to serve and please God whenever you're at church or even whether you're at home or whether you're at school or if you have a job. All of those ways that you can have the mindset, you can think in your mind, I want to please God because of what He's done for me, because of the foundation that I have in my life. And you can go through life laboring that way. And when you do that, then God's the one that's building the house. But if you do it because you think, well, that's what you're supposed to do, that's what I have to do, that's what God wants me to do, and it doesn't go any further than that, it doesn't go any further than it's just a requirement. And, well, I'm just checking things off of a list, and it's a drudgery. I have to do it just like I have to clean my room because that's what I'm told to do. And unfortunately, sure, something might be built, but it's not going to be anything that's lasting. Paul goes on elsewhere in Scripture, and he talks about all the wonderful things that he'd done in his life, about how he stood out as a person to look to for being really spiritual, looked at as being really close to God because of all the things in his life, all the things that he had done. And he talks about in, in that, that, uh, communicating that idea that it was really all worthless. All that effort and all that labor he put into it, really, it was just about as important as counting to a million. 
least in the sight of God, it was worthless. Because he said the thing that really mattered was the work, was the labor that he did for Christ. And the same thing is true in our own lives. And so my question to you, if you know for sure that that foundation is laid in your life, that you have accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, what kind of labor are you putting forth upon that foundation? You're obviously here, so I'm so thankful for that. There's something, there's something of spiritual significance taking place in your life. You're not somebody that had that foundation and took off. You're here tonight. Good. But why are you here? Have you read your Bible today? Why? Why not? Have you spent time in prayer today? Why did you pray? Or why not? an important thing for you to consider and for you to wrestle with with God, to allow him to show you your heart on the matter. Now, maybe you're here, and you're somebody that has not put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ. You've been here each night, or maybe this is your first night. You don't know for certain that you have that foundation, which is Jesus Christ, in your life. Well, I'm happy to say that you're here, and you have the opportunity to have that change in your life now and for all eternity. But God gives you that choice. God lets you know that there is a great chasm between you and your ability and what you can accomplish in this life because the very best thing that you can do isn't going to begin to come close to how holy and how amazing and righteous and good God is. There's a gulf that you cannot span with your works. No matter how many little old ladies you might help across the street, no matter how much money you might give to good causes, it doesn't matter one bit. Because God says your righteousnesses, your good things, there is filthy, putrid rags. It's like going out and trying to wash laundry in a mud pile. Your sin is mucky and disgusting in God's sight, and all the good things that you do are just going to make everything you touch filthy. But God provided a remedy. God provided a solution for that problem, and it is Jesus Christ and his shed blood. And so for those of you that don't know, that, uh, don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, understand God made the process of having your life transformed, of having Jesus as your foundation, a very simple process. Understanding first that you're a sinner, that you cannot save yourself, that you cannot change the, your eternal destination, which God says very clearly is a place called hell. You can't do anything about that in and of yourself but that God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for you. And that by simply putting your faith in him, trusting God's wonderful grace. You understand what grace is? I know we use church Bible terms a lot, and sometimes maybe it just goes over your head and you hear it, and you're, okay, good. Ever get anything that you know you didn't deserve? Someone walk up to you randomly and just give you an ice cream cone? I've not had that happen. But maybe you've had somebody do something really nice for you. No reason why. God's done the nicest thing that anyone could ever do for anyone else. He's provided a way for you to live a life with a sure foundation. For you to live a life having your sins and wrongdoings forgiven. He's provided that opportunity to you, but he says it's a free gift. And we all know when it comes to birthday time, when it comes to Christmas, you might have all the gifts there in front of you, but you understand that none of them are yours until you what? Do you open it? Do you receive it? Do you take it? And so God stands there extending the gift of salvation freely to you, and all you have to do is receive it. 
And so if you had not accepted Jesus as your Savior, if you don't know that you have that foundation in your life, I want to ask you tonight, I want to plead with you tonight to receive that wonderful gift that God provides for you. Stand with me if you would. Heads bowed and eyes closed. What kind of labor are you doing? Are you just doing it because you think you're supposed to do it, or are you doing it because you love God? Because you know that it's what He wants. You know that it's going to be good for you. You know that you want to please God with your labor. What kind of labor are you doing? And for those that don't know Christ as their Savior, in just a few moments, we're going to have a time of invitation. I'm going to talk with you specifically about stepping out this evening and having that settled tonight. Father, I ask that you bless this time of invitation. Lord, that you work in the hearts of those that are here. Last night, there were at least two young ladies that raised their hands that that weren't sure that their eternal destination would be heaven. And I have no doubt that there very well could be more this evening. And so, Lord, I ask that you have free course to do your work in the hearts and lives of those that are here, that you be glorified by the response that takes place tonight. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Keep your heads bowed, your eyes closed. Again, I want you to think, in my my own life, I can recall very specifically being told that as an eight-year-old that I had gotten saved, and I remember vaguely being baptized. And so that's what